Welcome to Four Dimensions for Teachers, a podcast with Dr. Caroline Blackley, covering topics that surround today's dynamic teaching and learning environments. Ignite your curiosity, engage your passion for discourse, and encourage others to join us in these robust conversations, all to strengthen our community of practice. No need to put your hand up. Just tune in as we laugh, cry, challenge each other, and aim high to continue to be the best teachers we can. Welcome back. And I thought we would stay in the theme that I started at the start of this week around a bit of self-care, but with probably a slight adjustment in thinking with that. I did a workshop earlier this year, and when I finished, the greatest feedback from or the most common feedback, and I say not the greatest because it did worry me that this is how teachers view themselves. So the most common feedback that I received was, Carolyn, thank you so much for the message that teachers are not broken. I wouldn't think that needs to be stated. Where that message came from in the workshop was we talked about my research shows how teachers interact differently and how that difference creates a classroom environment in which you want to work based on how students have changed, but at no time do I see that teachers have been broken. So we get very tired, we get very exhausted, and the message that I got from this workshop is the perception that others have of us as a teaching profession, the portrayal of media, of, and quite honestly, I travel so much, and I do understand where the perception came from, but it's not a belief. And can I say when I say it's not a belief, it's not a truth, that I know. And I'd like to find another single person that has done as many observations in classrooms, not just in Queensland, but across the nation and internationally as I have, because currently we're sitting on 30,000 plus observations. So if someone else wants to challenge the data and the evidence I have, very happy to have a conversation, even a podcast conversation with them, because knowledge comes from the truth and knowing rather than just opinions. So if we track back and the statement of teachers being broken, there is a great perception out there that when I travel, and I do it weekly, two to four flights every week, when I pull into a motel or I drive through towns, and sometimes you choose to be a bit chit-chatty, if you know me, not often, I do enough of that in my work, so when I'm not at work, I tend to like some silence. So if I do a bit of chit-chat, pull in, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm working with such and such school. Oh my goodness, they need that. What always amazes me, I've never even said what it is I'm doing. I could be doing a sex ed program. I could be teaching reading. I might be there to, goodness knows, to look at facilities and how to help put more buildings onto a site. But without a fail, nearly every time I tell anyone from a service station attendant to a pharmacist to someone at the IGA to who knows and who cares, Nearly every single response is the same. Oh, they need that. Do you know what teachers need? They need people to stay in their lane and to not comment on the practice of teaching. Parents have every right to comment on the education of their students. They have every right to talk about how their students are feeling regards to bullying, to academic success, to emotional support. But when we talk about the practice itself of teaching, We need to start leaving that to the people who are well and capable of doing it because that's what they're trained in. So teachers often feel this heaviness and this weight because the judgment is out there. And part of that reason is we are the only profession 
where every single person thinks they know what we do because they have sat in a classroom or they've dropped their kids off. But every person, even if it's through distance education, has had a degree of association with what teaching and the face of teaching and learning looks like. What that leaves teachers with is a sense of lack of belonging, lack of value, and a lack of being seen for the hard work that they do do. So if we want to start changing the conversation around who teachers are, we ourselves need to be more responsible in how we talk about our profession, how we talk about our colleagues, and how we talk about those that we work with and around if we want other people to see the difference we can make in discussing and we're happy. Quite honestly, again, I digress. I don't know teachers who aren't happy to have open conversations about things that need to change. But why we get such a rap about teachers being broken is because often we are part of the conversation in constantly and consistently attacking the profession in which we work. From having comments about principals to leadership teams. If only the leadership team would do their job, I wouldn't have so much disruption in my classroom. If only the Department of Education could see what it's like in classrooms. They don't know what it's like. They sit in Mary Street and they have no idea what's going on in my classroom. If you think about the discourse that you yourself have participated in, we are very poor at modelling a pride in the profession in which we work. So for me, just like with everything else we do 4D, we can't change the behaviour of others, but we can absolutely take responsibility and be accountable for the behaviour of us. So from those comments that I received in the workshop, and they were thrilled when I could share the research that shows the great success teachers are having in classrooms, the rigour, the integrity that teachers bring to our classrooms. And this is what students, schools, communities and parents are receiving every single day. What we all need to do is change the discourse around how we represent the profession in which we work. I am so proud of the teaching profession of which I've been a part for now over 30 years. And when I started, even as a psychologist, when I graduated way back when, and I went out to work in some prisons, I still was drawn to programs around education. So while I've had a number of different jobs in my early career, every single one of them was linked to educating, developing programs or teaching others. So I'm incredibly proud to call myself a teacher and I'm incredibly proud of the people I work with. I am also at times aware of the mistakes I have made and the times I've not been the teacher or the person I would like to be within that profession. But you know what? Happy to put hand on heart, be responsible and accountable for my mistakes and still have discourse that represents the profession that has supported me for an entire career. Every single job has moments, has things that we're not alike in. Can you tell we're end of term? <laughs> Brain certainly gets tired for teachers. Every single profession has moments and has parts of it that we don't like. Can I tell you I have it now? I'm so lucky. I love what I do. And every single day I get to work with teachers that are amazing, some who are not feeling so amazing. And we work through that through data and non-judgment and reflection. But you know what? I have the travel that takes me away. And if you listen to the last podcast, takes me away from my family, takes me away from good sleep. It takes me away from so many things that I need to do my job well. And I have to find a balance between them. What I don't need to do is moan and whinge every opportunity I get because that's not the profession in which I work. 
It's how I access the profession in which I work. So think about the things that you can take some more control of. Think about your discourse and how you represent this profession in which we work. And you know what? Listen to the people who have the research, have the evidence, because I can promise you from the work I do, our teachers are certainly not broken. Our teachers turn up, they show up and they step up over and over again with changes that the department brings about because of a requirement that reflects what communities want and how our students change and how the needs within the department change themselves. So let's start working together. Let's start having a pride in the job that we do. And it won't happen overnight, but those around us will start to hear the way we see our profession and it will have a ripple effect. When you hear discourse that bags the profession in which you work, how do you respond? How do you use your own language and words to show the pride in which we have? And you know what? If you are sitting at the end of this pod and thinking, I don't, then maybe this profession is not for you. Or maybe the place that you are in, the school that you are working in, doesn't align with the values that you have. The beauty of working in such a large department is we can move, we can transfer, and not just because we are unhappy, but because there are places that may be better suited for our belief systems. So think about who you are as a teacher. Be proud of what you do as an educator. Show up every day with your best game plan and be responsible and accountable for the discourse you have around the profession in which we are all working. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. That's a wrap for this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review and visit carolineblackley.com and join our growing community of international educators.